Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullhucker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Connie Ray. Yeah, see, I got the owner, the jefe of the at ease bar. I got it right, come on. I got it oh, right. You got it right? I you got know, it right? I don't know why that messes with me so much. Yeah. <laughs> In the gunner seat, right? Riding shotgun. Cause, Pretty excited. Because Matt... Uh, his gynecologist would not let him come out today, so uh, take that. Something hurt. Something hurts. Something hurts. Yeah, I got enough time to go over there with a box of tissues and dab him. And <laughs> <laughs> we got a guest today. Yes, we do. Mr. Joe Cher. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thanks for having me and doing this. Red? Do they call you Red? Yes. Okay, because that's what I originally, when they said you need to have Red on the podcast, I'm like, I don't know who Red is. And they said Joe Share, and I said, I don't know who Joe Share is. So <laughs> these are fun for me because I don't know you at all. We just met today. Yes. So it's fun because I don't know anything about you. You're going to learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. Is that a warning or is that a, is that a good one? Uh, it's a warning. It's a warning? Yeah. It's a good warning. Nice. Uh, if you, This is familiar. We're back in Akron, Colorado at the Ad Easer Bar, like I said. Connie, what's the main theme of the Ad Easer Bar here? It's a patriotic... Uh, military appreciation type bar because you are a veteran i am thank you for your service by the way of course and from pittsburgh and from pittsburgh yes apparently there's an accent we're not catching here yeah there's a few words i say um when i was interviewed for the podcast a couple weeks ago some of my uh pittsburgh friends watched it and they were like you can take the the girl out of pittsburgh but you can't take the pittsburgh out of the girl and i didn't catch it but they actually put on in the post you were saying at I was going out somewhere, and we say at. Um, I went down somewhere, and I said Dan. And <laughs> where are you from, Joe? From Colorado. You are from, you're yes. Colorado boy too, right? Yeah, I spent about three years out in East Texas, but born and raised here in Colorado. What were you doing in East Texas, man? I took a job transfer out there. Uh, I took my girls out there. I was working for Firestone Automotive. I was a lead tech, and they nice. sent me out there to kind of save a shop out there. So Nice. Eh, I wouldn't say so nice. It's miserably hot. Oh, miserably hot. The South. Back then, I had a beard down to my belt buckle, and it was like I had a sponge on my face all day long. <laughs> all day long. You're yeah. like the skinniest ZZ Top guy ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Sharp dressed man, brother. Sharp dressed man. Uh, what do you do for a living now? I do a few things. I am a bartender here with Connie at, nice. at Ease Bar. Um, I am a parent CNA for my oldest daughter that's disabled. I also do off road guided tours up in Estes Park. And then I do a really? lot of stuff on the side as far as car repairs and stuff like that. Just don't tell anybody I'm a mechanic here in Akron. Oh my God, they swarm you, won't they? Yeah. Nope. We'll keep that a secret. <laughs> <laughs> What's that old Larry the Cable Guy joke? Uh, Everybody makes fun of a redneck and you need your car fixed. That's right. right? You know? That's right. I actually need a, a mechanic, so we'll talk after this. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm going to run away now. <laughs> uh, tours of Estes Park. Yes. Uh, what's that mean? Like hiking trails? Uh, or off-road, like off-road? off-road guiding tours. So okay. I, I build rock crawlers. I'm a, I'm a rock crawler by heart. Um, so we have some off-road lifted up customized trucks that have about 14 to 16 seats in the back. And we actually take you up on a rock crawling trail, and I teach you about the the area out there in Estes Park, the National Forest, and uh, basically drive fast enough to where you fly out of your seats with your seatbelts on, but I don't jump the truck. So Very nice. That's, that's really awesome. That it sounds really like a lot is. of fun. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be seasonal then, right? Uh, you would think so. You would think so. It goes all the way through winter, and these poor people that have never been to Colorado, you show them snow for the first time, and they're wearing skirts and shorts and tank tops, and they're freezing their butts back there, you know? Which is ironic, because if you are from Colorado, you're wearing shirts and tank tops and skirts. Absolutely. <laughs> My neighbor uh, shovels his walk in his shorts. Yep. So, you know, welcome to Colorado. We don't Barbecue play. and shorts. Yeah. 
But you're from Pittsburgh. It's probably worse up there, isn't it? The winter, the winters. Yeah, they're a lot colder. Yeah, because it's a humid winter. It's you know, bone chilling. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Not dry. Not dry at all. Not dry at all. That's why I like Colorado. I went down uh, the girl I was dating at time to Oklahoma, and that was the one time I can go there ever. Yeah. So way too humid, man. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. Not, it's not good for a fat man, brother. <laughs> it's know? not good for face fur either. <laughs> I, I tell you is, what. <laughs> I bet you just slap people when you turn your head. Yeah. Don't you? <laughs> well, uh, like I said, welcome to the Bullhooker Podcast. If you're new to this, what it is, it's a podcast we're bringing guests on today. Today is Joe Share. Now, what we're going to do today is he's going to tell us three stories about his life. Now, the kicker is only two of these stories are true. One is either borrowed, made up, or partially made up. Joe, without going into great detail to give it away, what is it? Did you partially make it up? Did you all the way make it up? Or is this a borrowed story? Partially made up. So it's part true, partially made up, which is by far the most popular way to go on this podcast. Most everybody does that. So... And it's tougher. The toughest ones are the borrowed ones because they are a, they are a true story. Mm-hmm. They're just not your true story. That was right. mine. That yeah. was borrowed. That was. Yours was mm-hmm. borrowed. Um, actually, it's funny because we referenced yours. Uh, we do these, a, a couple of them. Uh, Corby's coming in a little later to do one. And uh, during Megan's, if you count that, we started talking about putting peanut butter in your butt. <laughs> and uh, and uh, she was lost because yeah, she, she obviously hadn't no seen clue. the podcast right. yet. So she kind of gave me like a... Okay, like that kind of weird feeling here. Like, yeah. these two fat guys, what, what, where are we going here? You know, it's, it's you want on this show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how we roll. Welcome to Akron. So, um, so anyway, at the end of the podcast, Connie and I are going to try and figure out uh, which one is what we call the bull hucker. Now, uh, the At Ease Bar is a great little bar. We're going to have everything in the description below. Uh, the Facebook, and you don't have a web, uh, website yet. Yeah, fa- uh, the website's on the Facebook page. Okay, so mm-hmm. we'll just put both of them on there. Or if you go to the bullhucker.com where you find all our stuff, you can find their stuff on the As Seen on the Bullhucker tab. If you push that, if you hit that tab, it'll show you everywhere we've been and all the links to everywhere we've been and uh, personal trainers, life coaches, whatever we've had on here. You can check that out, man. You can uh, support local people because mm-hmm. that's what this podcast is. It's, yeah. it's about local people here in Morgan and now Washington County. So. Because the Akron has been, uh, we're three and zero for a great uh, episodes so yeah, far. Yeah, so, yeah, that's why I wanted to come. I'm back looking out here. forward to Densia's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Densia's was good. It comes out here in two weeks. Joe, everybody, you and Corby have been uh, brought up to my attention a lot. Really, to be on this, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, people like to brag on you, man. So. Yeah. And uh, once again, if you uh, like what you see today, on the bottom right-hand corner is a little red dot. It's our subscribe button. Go yep. ahead and hit that. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we do appreciate it. And while you're at it, hit the little bell icon. So it gives you alerts to when these come out every Tuesday, okay? And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and I do have a TikTok. Oh. Yes. It's one thing teenage girls and I have in common, so. <laughs> okay, that wasn't creepy. <laughs> that wasn't creepy at all. Right, if you I, got it, buddy. Yeah, 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 I'm just saying, you know. I don't do a lot of the dancing, although I do better than some of these girls with the dancing. I could dance. But uh, no, I, I try and be funny, and it, it, it fails. And uh, you called me out, so I'll be editing that out most likely. Okay. <laughs> Now, Joe, you ready to tell some stories? Absolutely. You ready uh, to hear some? I am. Connie, do you want to read these off for us? Okay. Midgets are larger than life. Earl the ostrich and woman versus fridge. You know, I got to tell you, I'm a sucker for great uh, titles. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. It, it's fun. So, Connie, since this is your first time being in the gunner seat, the co-host, the jefe of the bar, mm-hmm. why don't you pick out which one you want to hear first? Well, they're all great titles. Um... The midgets are larger than life. I'm really interested in, um, but I want to save that one for last. Okay. So tell that uh, one first. She's uh, my boss, nope. by the way. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. listen to yeah. her. Okay. Okay. 
But uh, I'm liking the women versus fridge. I want to hear that one. All right, woman versus fridge. So uh, my brother and I, uh, we had to pick up a fridge for him. And we kept going through Facebook Marketplace, kept going through Craigslist because his fridge was broken. And so by the time we finally got this fridge that we're going to talk about, he had three or four fridges in his house, and they were all bad. <laughs> so anytime you had to go get some groceries or get some food, you'd open the wrong fridge over and over and over again. And we all know the smell of a broken fridge. Of course. And so his girlfriend finally just said, go, go get a brand new fridge. I'm tired of it. And so we jumped in the car. Um, I'm an insomniac by nature, and I hadn't slept for about two days. So I was just, I was a little weird in the head. Thoughts were falling out of my mouth constantly. And we took a trip up to Sterling, Colorado. And I won't name the business just in case she's watching because I'd hate to, you know, embarrass her again. <laughs> but uh, we pulled up and we went in, we're talking to her, and we said, hey, we're here for this bridge. We have the appointment. She says, cool. She says, do you have a trailer? And we said, absolutely. She says, pull around the back to the store and I'll, I'll load it up on the trailer. So we pulled up behind the store with the trailer and we chopped this ramp down. And she, this little lady, smaller than me, I'm 5'8", 160, she's smaller than me. And she comes out with this fridge on the dolly and she's doing great all by herself. So we just kind of step back, let her do her business. And as she gets to the ramp of the trailer, she gets caught on the lip and she's sitting there and she's struggling pulling this fridge on this dolly. Right. And she says, boys, can you, can you help me give me a push up this ramp? And my brother and I were like, yeah, absolutely. So we're thinking, you know, big, giant fridge. This thing's going to be monstrous and heavy. So we get down like a linebacker <laughs> lining up on the line, you know, about to t tackle Tom Brady. And we get sized up on this fridge, and we go one, two, three. And the next thing you know, we push as hard as we can. Oh, no. So she's got our back towards the trailer, and she's got the dolly. And we ended up shoving the fridge all the way off the dolly. Oh. And it ends up landing on top of her. And oh. she's pinned underneath the fridge on our trailer in front of a college. And there's all these kids out, and they're, like, screaming. They're laughing. And I look <laughs> down, and I'm realizing what's happening. And I kid you not, literally all I see is forearms, fingers, and shins and feet. It was like a cartoon, and all the limbs are wiggling around like this, right? Like a SpongeBob. Yeah, right? yeah. So I'm looking at it, and I'm freaking out now. And now, all of a sudden, the fridge is very heavy. I cannot pick this fridge up. And my brother James, he's just awestruck. He's just staring at this fridge on top of this woman. So he finally comes over and he helps me up, and we and we pick this fridge up off this lady. And the lady's sitting there on this trailer. You know, I mean, she just got pinned by a fridge. Right. And she gets up and she shakes it off, and she's kind of standing there. And we got the fridge up. And James, my brother, says, are you okay? And she says, I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm thank you. I'm fine. And I'm looking at the fridge. And I said, James, I said, how much did you spend on this fridge? And he says, the price. And I said, well, hell, we need a discount. It's got a face imprint in it. <laughs> this lady looks at me. She flips me off and says, you get no discount. Get the hell out of my parking lot. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jumped in the truck and hauled butt home. And there we go. This lady literally tried to manhandle a fridge, and she could not get it off of her face. <laughs> oh, poor lady. She can bench press it off. Like <laughs> yeah. it's man. You know, when we got home, I, I felt bad. There was, a, there was a plastic wrap on the fridge. Right. And there's still the oily face print of a face <laughs> on it. So we actually kept the plastic wrap on the fridge for about six months that's was, good that i thought you were gonna say of, like a whole body print. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of it was a nice little memento on the fridge you know it really was you're lucky it didn't hit her harder it might have been a little body like a like a police outline body print. yeah yeah, yeah. That's what i was yeah. thinking yeah, yeah. it's uh you know and i had gushers for breakfast that morning so you know all i can think of is like splat you know yeah. and I just, but uh, like i said the, the arms the legs were moving around right. like this we right. knew she was all right i uh i bought a new fridge uh with my Biden bucks, because my Donald dollars went to my garage door. That's how, you know what I mean? For, uh, so I bought a fridge. 
And when the guy came to bring my fridge to me, it was a little guy too. And I was like, oh. do you need to? That guy whipped that thing up my stairs, put it in place. I mean, this guy, and he was a little guy. You know, and I felt bad like, do you need me to help you? He's like, oh, you big dumbass. No, I don't need you to help me. So you get, it's not the size of the dog in the fight, man. These, That's right. These people do it every day, in yeah. and out, man. So it's, you know, these, he, I was Little impressed. packages, yeah. Yeah. You can do big things. Yeah. <laughs> when I ordered a couch, they brought it in, and they took it apart like a NASCAR. You know, they, mm-hmm. I was impressed. They got it in and got it out, and I was like, wow, good for you. Uh, you know, you said all those fridges, not the same thing, but it reminded me. Growing up with my grandmother, uh, back in the day, the butter dishes, mm-hmm. she used to keep all leftovers in butter dishes. So it's like that. Like, you never know what's the actual butter. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah, so all those different fridges. <laughs> well, they don't make, I don't think they make fridges, you know, like what you were saying uh, today, like they used to. There's a meme going around Facebook. I posted it. It said, I want a fridge like this. It was from, like, 1950. Yeah. And, I mean, it had drawers and compartments. I mean, it was right. it was amazing. Right. And I'm like, man, they need to make, them, you know, another one like that. It was pretty cool. And it probably still worked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 1950s fridge probably would have killed her. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she would have been hauling it by herself. Man. Yeah. That's was, right. That's right. It wasn't made of fiberglass and whatever else <laughs> yeah. they're made of now, you know? Yeah. What are they made of now? Is it metal? Tin. Tin. Yeah. yeah. Stainless steel Tin and cover with Mostly a whole plastic. lot of styrofoam. Yeah. 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 Mine's a nice big black fridge. I don't know. It's, it's okay. It's, you know, if you're, if you, when you shop for fridges, right, mm-hmm. they, the, the shit you can buy for a refrigerator now is they have TVs. Oh, yeah. In TVs. Yeah, TVs. I mean, you doors. can see if you, you forget something at the store, you bring up your TV and there's a camera of everything in your refrigerator. That's, right. yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't need that. I don't need to do inventory on a pack of tortillas and some cheese. That's just in my fridge right now. How many condiments you have on the door? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Why do I have five ketchups? Because, you know, right. I go to the store and I'm like, do I have ketchup? Yes. No, I ain't got ketchup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You open a refrigerator when you get home. Damn, uh-huh, there's five of them. Uh-huh. Five of those I'm ketchups. actually guilty of that right now. I actually have about five or six ketchups in my fridge. It's because you're a dude, man. Yeah. It's because you're a dude. And, like... Something you use like mustard, none. Mm-hmm. None. Mm-hmm. I was wondering why the mustard's been short in the, in the bar. <laughs> he has it in his refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red's embezzling mustard at, the, <laughs> at, the, at ease bar in Akron, Colorado. Well, what'd you think about that one, Connie? You know, I vaguely remember, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you've told me so many stories. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm going to say... Well, don't, t- don't say if you're Oh, okay, it. yeah. Okay. you have an idea of what you think about it, though? Yeah, I, have okay. it. I do have it. Okay, all right, me too. So, it's a good story, though. I like it. And uh, that lady, like, I, when you said that, when you pulled the fridge off, that's what I'd worry about is she's going to come swinging because mm-hmm. I'd be pissed off, wouldn't you? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. going to be game on. Yeah, he has enough cojones to ask for a discount. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you know, my brother, he, he looks at me and says, you can't say that. And I looked at him and said, say what? And then it dawned on me. That was, right. that was a thought that just right. fell right out of my mouth. I'm, Joe, I'm the worst about that, too. I make jokes inappropriately all mm-hmm. the time. I think they're funny. And if you're my friend and you're used to me... You get you, it. You get yeah. it. You know, that's right. just who I am. Right. I'm not being an asshole to you. I'm trying to be funny, you know. Um, but for your brother to sit there and stare at her, that probably... <laughs> not, not too often does he tell me that what you did is not okay. Right. That was definitely one. That was definitely one. So it hits home a little harder. Yes, absolutely. When, when he has that disgust, like, Joe, Joe, <laughs> what's wrong with you? It's normally the other way around. It is, it is. Oh, is he the conscience? I, I no, usually he's the conscience. I usually oh. am. Is he the rebel, then? He likes to think he is. James. Yeah. James Weiss. James Weiss. Oh, he's not a share? No. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was a good story, man. Um, 
All right, my turn to pick. But you want to hear the Mitch's one last, and you know what? So do I. So let's hear a story. Earl the Ostrich. Earl the Ostrich. Earl and I, we go back. Uh, we go back to, I would probably say, about 96, 97, 1996, 1997. Uh, there was an old man out in the Commerce City area. He had a big, giant farm lot out there, uh, kind of by Riverdale Road. And he was known for having ostriches on his property. And his property was... was fenced off really weird. He had a couple different zones of fencing. So he'd have this outer parameter of barbed wire, and then he'd have another line of barbed wire, and then another line, which was his property. We always just kind of assumed that it was barrier, so you, you just give up by the time you get to his house. And James, my brother, again, and I, you know, we're partying and whatnot, having a good time. And I said, hey, man, I said, let's go ride some ostriches tonight. No. And he says, no, that, that's exactly what he says. <laughs> you know, we're having, a hard, we're having a house party. We had a bunch of our buddies with us, and uh, we ended up jumping in the truck, and we made about an hour trip out to this area to, pick, to check out these ostriches. So we get there, and all the lights on the house are out, and we can hear the ostriches out there in the field kind of running around a little bit. And I walk up to the fence, and I got James with me next to the fence, and I look at him and say, you ready for this? He says, yeah, Absolutely. I said, all right, on the count of three, let's go. And he says, cool. One, <laughs> two, three. I jump over the fence, and I'm running through the field, trying to be quick, quick but sneaky at the same time. And I jump over the second, and, you know, and I get my clothes ripped up and whatnot, and I stop. I'm out of breath now. And I turn, and I look, and James, he's still on the other side of that first fence, and he's flipping me off the whole time. <laughs> Have fun, you know. And I said, well, I'm committed. I'm here, you know. Right. So I go through and I jump the last fence and I get on this property. And this is when these ostriches, you know, their necks come straight up. They're perked. They're ready. They don't know who the heck I am. Right. I don't know who the heck they are. And I run up to this ostrich and I stop about 10 feet away. And then I start to walk and I'm talking to him. Hey, friend, how are you? How are you? And I start calling him Earl. And I walk up. And so say the microphone is his neck. Walk up and I go like this. You know, so I'm just going to give you a hug. It's okay. It's okay. He's kind of mumbling to me, making bird sounds. I don't like birds, especially birds that are taller than me. Earl's going to kick you your know? ass. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, you know, substances make me think he's going to be my friend for the night, you know. <laughs> so I got my arms around his neck like a hula hoop, and he's kind of talking to me a little bit, and I'm talking to him a little bit, and I say, it's go time. I'm going to ride you. I'm going to ride you right now. He says some things, I say some things, so I circle around. He says some things, I say some things. Going up to him like this, and as soon as my hips touch, I'll, I'll say his torso, I guess. Right. He starts barking at me, and he starts whistling, right? And he's going haywire, but he's not running away. I look down at his feet. Have you ever seen an ostrich's foot up close? They have talons. The most terrifying thing in the world. Oh, wow. Velociraptors of this day, yeah, right? Demonemos, yeah. Mm-hmm. So next thing you know, all these other ostriches out in the distance, they're starting to run around his property, and they're running circles around me. All these boneheads back here, they're just to laughing death. to death, right? And Earl and I, we're still being intimate with each other, right? Right. Next thing you know, all the lights on the house turn on, and this guy comes barreling out of his house, and he's butt naked, butt naked, about the size of you. Okay? Yeah. I'm not trying to say anything about you, but that was terrible to see. I'm just saying. It's not good to see here. Yeah. I still got my arms around Earl. I still got my hip next to Earl. And he's screaming and he's yelling and he goes back in his house and he comes back out with a shotgun and he's starting to pop off rounds into the air, right? And I'm sitting there still talking to Earl. He finally puts his shotgun down and he does this particular whistle and all the ostriches stop. Dust settles down. And he comes walking out and I'm still sitting here with Earl because I'm actually scared out of my damn mind at this point. Right, right. And he comes up and he says, you got the biggest balls I've ever seen in a little man. He says, you want an ostrich? And I said, what do you mean do I want an ostrich? 
He says, I'm going to give you an ostrich tonight if you're willing to take one home. <laughs> okay, you know, let me go talk to my brother. So I go jump the fence, go jump the fence. My brother says, what the hell just happened over there? I said, we're taking an ostrich home with us tonight. We ended up loading an ostrich in the back of a pickup truck, and we drove back to Westminster, and we sold that ostrich for about four grand the next day and bought ourselves a car each because, I mean, most of the time we were walking around. So we named him Earl, and Earl got passed on to a family out in Longmont. <coughs> and I never got the opportunity to ride him because every time I'd actually try to jump on him, he would actually kick me off of him, and then he'd take off running, and I'd get up and I'd run the opposite way. Right. But I still am in contact with the family that owns Earl. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah. That's impressive. They're terrifying. He just wouldn't move either. He, he just he just stood there the whole time. The whole time. Just stand, just just looking at me. I thought he would be like pecking at you and Johnny, trying to pull uh, on the beard. If you know you're going to win the fight, why are you going to run? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being a bar owner, we see that all. you see it all yeah. the time, right? Yeah. If you're going to win the fight, hang out and have a good time. Earl knows he's going to take his jugular out and then <laughs> Joe's going to die. And, and but I learned something new. I didn't know ostriches had talons. Oh, yeah, they, they do. They were like hooves. Imagine, uh, imagine a, a rooster's foot, um, but instead of being oh, this wow. big, it's, yeah. it's about this big. Uh, in Pueblo, my good friend, rest his soul, Mike Woodrick, was a zookeeper at the Pueblo Zoo. And he came, he bartended at night with me, uh, part time. And he, he was just claw marks. I mean, like gashes in his arm, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, he showed me because he had it all bandaged up. And I go, What happened? An emu. Well, it wasn't an ostrich. But same, what's the difference? I don't even know. I if, don't know. If, if you know, put it in the comments below. I really don't know what the <laughs> damn difference is. But he told me they, they had to pin one down to do something to it, like medically for the vet, you know, and they had to pin it down and that thing caught him, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, it, it had to stitch him up. It, it, it sliced him. You oh. know, and for as thin as their necks are, I mean, you know, the girth of your arm, I yeah. mean, there is so much muscle in that, in that neck. It's, it's terrifying. Right. It's terrifying. You know, and I, I go visit Earl from time to time and I, I look at him and I tell myself, what the hell were you thinking trying to jump on this dude? You are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what you were, you, how old yeah. were you? 16, 17 years old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just, just got my license. I was, I was hot to trot, you know. Right. Had a couple of girls out there. We're trying to impress them, yeah, you know. Course. I got to be the cool guy. Of course. And the cool guy rides the ostrich. He may die, but <laughs> the girl gets impressed. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. What do you think with that one, Connie? Oh, I would have. I thought he would, the 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 owner would have come out with a shotgun or something. That yeah. was that's. I like that story. Um, kind of hoping that one. That's the one you hope is true. Yeah, I'm hoping he, that he one's came, true. He came out with the shotgun, but I, like I said, popping rounds in the air. He was, I think, trying to scare me away. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he told and me that most of the times yeah. it, it worked. And I was, I was the one bonehead that was like, "Hey, how you doing? I like your animals." Yeah. <laughs> when he said you got the biggest balls I've ever yeah. seen, I'd be like, "I can't return the sentiment. Put some pants on." Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm <laughs> glad we're judging. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not that cold out here, champ. I don't know what you're. Eating. Put some pants on, fella. You know? I mean, you never thought of maybe going out and doing a tamer animal like a cow and try to tip it over rather than ride an ostrich? Uh, there's a water buffalo that's here in Akron, Colorado, actually. <laughs> of all places in the world, Akron, Colorado has Two a water them. buffalo. Two, Two of, of them. them. Yeah. Girl and a girl. Yeah, girl so, and a boy. Uh, hmm. Hoping that babies. I, I, think, uh, I think we're going to go ride some water buffalo after this. Are you? You, you as well. I don't know what this wee shit is. I don't, uh... Got a French mouse in your pocket? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you and Connie have a great time. Corby's coming after you. It. Yeah, I'll yeah, videotape yeah. it. Around Corby, he's a pretty big guy, right? So he could yeah. probably, probably manage that pretty well. Um, they have buffalo plant and brush. They process buffalo. Is that water buffalo? I don't know. Same thing? No. No. Different. No. I think it's different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Who has the uh, buffalo out here? Um, so... Answer? 
I, I know of them. They're acquaintances of ours. Okay. Um, she actually is a tattoo artist here. We're allowed to drop right. names, right? Uh, if, if I don't think to. she'd care. Her name's Ashley Klein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 45 Ranch, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Oh, she sure. takes in strays. I mean, she's an amazing, amazing, yeah. I call them kids. She's a tattoo artist. Yeah, she has a tattoo uh, shop here in town. Jesse right, right uh, helped street. her get it started. And oh, that's her. Yeah. Oh, I thought he owned that too. Well, he does. Oh, but he's, yeah. she just but got she's his artist. Yeah. Okay, because he's there's got that one in Fort Morgan too, right? There's some awesome people. Awesome yeah. people. She if, takes you, if you're in, in town and you're interested in some ink, definitely stop by and yeah. check her out. Akron's got a lot of awesome people in it, though. Yeah. They really yeah. do. I've always got along well with Akron people. Right. It's when you go down the road to another town that's there. <laughs> you know, when I first moved here, <laughs> more um, this one December. The one with the Y? Why are we bringing it up? Yes. I this December would be two years for me living out here. Um, I came from Greeley, Colorado, and uh, nice. it, was, it was a little bit of a culture change moving out here. Yeah. Um, you know, Connie being on your last podcast, you were actually asking me before we started if I was the bartender she was talking about. That, right. is, that is me, but uh, I moved out here, and I, I, re- I referenced all these people as Akronites. Some of them like it. Some yeah. of them don't. Yeah. Um, very interesting town, but uh, one thing I can say about it, this place is they, uh, they love the community. Yeah. Everybody out here is family. Right. Um, you know, we were... We started a, uh, I guess we could say a fundraiser yeah. for the bar, and uh, it was basically pocket change of all the people that passed through town. They would toss in this jar, and uh, at the time, people would have the ability to, to possibly win it, um, and then the other half would be donated to a charity that Connie would see fit. And so my oldest daughter being disabled, she's wheelchair-bound because of her arthritis, they actually surprised us with a fully custom-built wheelchair ramp. That's awesome. Um, you were so, telling us about that last time we were yeah. here. Good for you. Yeah, That's I, awesome. uh, I still get emotional. You know, I'm not. I'm not afraid to admit that. I still get emotional every time I step out my door right. and and see this ramp on the front of my house that yeah, he literally refuses to paint. Yeah, you know, I we gotta, like we I like patina. You too. Yeah. Well, I have a teenage daughter. I ask her a question. <laughs> guess how many answers she's going to give me in 24 hours? Yeah, you know, but. Uh, People, people passing through this town, just simply pocket change to them, literally got my daughter's independence, you know, and that is one of the best ways I could describe this town. That's cool. Is everybody, everybody's in it for everybody, you right. know, but there is, some, there is some strange people out here. Though. Every town, dude. Yeah. Every town's got their weird. Yeah. This has came up on podcasts over and over again, because I'm from Brush, right? Uh, there's always the one person in town, the crazy person in uh-huh. town. You know, everybody's got their, their, their token crazy person mm-hmm. we have. I don't like to bring them up, but you know. Uh, but they're the crazy person, yeah. and you you deal with them. Right. But they're just they're usually safe as milk. They're just yeah. little, yeah. you know, little out there. So half the time, I think that's me and my brother here now. You know what? <laughs> that's right. And if you live in a small town and you don't think there is one, it might be you. Just it, okay. it, it is. Yeah. If you don't think there is one, it is you. Yeah, it totally is you. Yeah. Well, I work for Pepsi. Uh, Akron was in my area for a long time, and this is the town that I really never had problems with. Most of the people in this town were easy to deal with. Yep. Mm-hmm. If they were upset, they just brought it to your attention mm-hmm. and then dropped it. You know right. what I mean? They were just really mellow people. So I've always liked Akron. I have a lot of friends from Akron. Somehow I've ended up with a lot of them. So I don't know. You, you Akron. We're contagious. You are contagious. <laughs> that they are. <laughs> like a virus. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, it's been a lot of fun. That's why I'm glad we came out here to this bar. I'm glad we. I'm glad I came out and talked to you. I'm glad we're doing this podcast out here. So yeah, I am too. I'm glad uh, James. James, it was his brother that you met, the first one. Oh, okay, yes. that's right. He was bartending. Yes. You okay? Yeah. yeah. He's like, you need to get my brother on there. Oh, it was him. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's go pay him a visit after this. Because I believe it was your husband is the first person I ran into out here too, right? No, I think I thought it was just James. Mm, there was a no. There was a guy out here too working. 
It might have been. Yeah, I don't if know. If it was, he didn't tell me. Oh, really? Yeah. What else does he tell me? Robert, is that his name? Robin. Robin. Oh, Robin. Yeah. With the monkey suit. If I snitched on you, Robin, that's on me. That's my <laughs> I'm planning so, on having okay, him I'm sorry. I'm giving away yeah. secrets. Yeah, he's, 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 yeah. This okay. is going to get real dirty real fast. We better, we better move to the next <laughs> subject. <laughs> But yeah, it's funny with ostriches and stuff like that. Like, you didn't know they're dangerous. I didn't until I no. saw Mike's. He worked at the zoo, and I mean, there's a lot of animals that'll kick your ass. Oh, yeah. You have, yeah. Like, penguins are mean, too. Oh, absolutely. Also have talons. They do. They do. Yeah, it's... So, uh, the tours that I do, I was, I was mentioning I do tours, and one of the things that we had to learn up in the mountains was, what are the aggressive animals? What are the territorial animals? And when you ask people in the state of Colorado, what is the most territorial animal we have in our state? Most people are going to say mountain lion or something along the lines bear, of that, yeah. or a bear. Um, but it's it's actually a moose. Um, a moose is one of the most aggressive territorial animals we have in the entire state. Are you territorial, I am very much. Okay. If, uh, if if you've never seen a moose go on the attack, it, it is yeah. it is a terrifying thing. I right. mean, I've seen a moose ram a, a uh, Honda Civic and put it on its side. Yeah. Um, I've seen a moose full-on run at a bear, full-grown bear, and about 15 feet away from the bear, it actually hinds up on its back legs and runs like this with its front legs and just tramples everything. Right, because yeah. they're massive. They, they are big. Yeah. They are big. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's even a little stuff in this, in this Colorado. The, we're like a little Australia. Not even close to being that bad. <laughs> You're the badgers. Yeah. Have you ever come across a badger? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, things are vicious. Well, the, 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 we have wild porcupine out here. Yeah. I didn't know that uh, to one of the uh, dairy owners, Ed. What's up, Ed? Told me his dog got into a porcupine and he didn't know they were around there. He came up with a bunch of quills, so he had to take mm-hmm. them to the vet. Mm-hmm. The vet had to basically put the dog to sleep to pull the because the dog didn't like because yeah. little. I guess they have like uh, barbs in them. Yeah, they have little barbs. Absolutely. Yeah, that uh, they hook into. I didn't know that. Well, and I didn't know how big these things are. I mean, full grown. It's yay wide, yay tall. My brother and I, we were come. We were we had street legal dirt bikes and we were mobbing down one of the county roads out here and we thought it was a wounded dog in the middle of the street, so we stopped and jumped off and. I seen it was a porcupine, so of course my curiosity goes wild, and I'm like, I want to hang out with this dude. So, boots on and everything else, you know, I look like I'm trying to run on skis, basically yeah, on, yeah, a, yeah. on a you know slippery slope. But uh, started walking with this porcupine, and then I realized this dude's gonna mess me up, and you know, kind of oh, ran away from that. I'm just proud he didn't try to ride it, Joe. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> James, I'll ride it, son of a bitch. You got it. Pay ten bucks. Just pay your mob bitch there. Yeah, that's kind of payback, you know, for all the things I made him do. Do you know what actually is a really mean animal too that you wouldn't think is a raccoon? Oh, don't even go there. Don't even go there. We, 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 we. One of my other bartenders, one of the mamas, or one of my other bartenders had a mama raccoon hit which left three or four babies behind oh, no. and so she took them in she lives out south and uh, was able to nurse them back and then came into the bar and was like all right who wants a raccoon <laughs> we both wanted raccoons because they're just adorable yeah, for the next but slide. then we started doing some research they're and then we found out they're they're illegal to own oh so, really because yeah. yeah. here in this state they yeah. rabies and stuff kind too, of felt yeah. bad we're both bartending and we're sitting there looking at googling hey, look at hey, look at this yeah hey, hey, hey look at this look can you guys buy a raccoon later and get my damn beer? Is that too much to ask? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Jerry Green. What's up, Jerry? Uh, was telling me you pulled up to Hero's Dairy, and they have the little uh, way stations, like the little house. And he got out to go weigh the truck in, and a raccoon was in the front door. Saw him, stands on his back, legs, hisses at him, puts his hands up. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> What'd you do? He's like, went and sat back in the truck. Oh, yeah. Totally waited for it to oh, leave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like, apparently those things will come at you, man. You know? Them little criminals. So... 
and they're actually pretty intelligent. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, they're adorable, though. Intelligent and adorable, you know? I would love to have one. I want to see her name's Beth Stelling. She's a comic. I was listening to a podcast with her on there where her dad actually lived out with a, with a wood line behind his house, and he'd put dog food and stuff out for the raccoons. Mm-hmm. Well, the wife ended up saying, like, I think it's Beth Stelling. I hope I'm getting that right. Uh, he, he ended up not doing it because the wife's like, you can't. They're, they're multiplying. You know, mm-hmm. they're starting to come to the house. So he quit putting the food out. You know what they did? Knock on the door. They put up rocks and start throwing rocks at the oh, back yeah. of the house. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy, man. Like well, they're pelting Squirrels and ravens. People don't realize how intelligent those animals are. Really? You know, there's a, there's a guy on YouTube that builds a, uh, what is that TV show? American Ninja, American Warrior, where oh, they have yeah. all the uh, obstacles. obstacles. He builds those for squirrels. And these squirrels literally navigate this whole entire course to be able to get nuts at the very end, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and same thing with crows and ravens. I mean, I've seen those birds open up coolers on the back of trucks just to simply get food out of them. That's you know, nuts. It's, it, animals are impressive. My buddy Adam, the one I was telling you about, the beast, big man. Adam's 6'5", 400 pounds. You know, he's massive. He's a big guy, you know. And uh, he's not afraid of anything, really. Adam's just... He's, He's not afraid of much. You're that big. You don't have you to be afraid of <laughs> Except squirrels. He's terrified of squirrels. Oh, wow. It's the funniest wow. shit. Yeah. Screams like a little girl. Squirrels. What's that? Screams like a little girl. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him <laughs> scream, but he gets real uneasy. Like, it's my, my fears, I think, finally make sense. Emily, you hear that? Boats, it makes sense. It's not a squirrel. I'm terrified of, terrified of boats. I actually just got a boat, too. You're terrified of boats? I'm terrified of boats. And horses. Did and somebody, horses. Did somebody drown? Or? No, I just... Uh, I just no, I don't know what it is. I mean, people have fears of styrofoam, and nobody questions that. Everybody questions the fact I'm terrified of boats. I, know. I, I don't know what it is. You know, I, I don't mind canoes. Like, I'll go canoeing and stuff like that. I love water. I love water. Uh, but just, uh, I, I, think it's the, I think it's the bouncing off of waves aspect. Okay. Um, you know, my girlfriend, she keeps pushing me to try to go on a cruise with her, you know, because she knows I hate boats. Ah. Um, she bought me a boat wind chime because she knows I hate boats. But... Uh, no, I just I don't know what it is about boats. I just don't like them. I guess I stereotyped you with all the outdoor equipment and all the four wheeling and right. all the you know what I mean. All the you think you'd love boats? Yeah, you'd yeah. think that would be just yeah. Love de- I love damn near anything. Boats. Boats. It's not. It's not one. Do you it's have a fear, one. Connie? Do you have a weird fear? Yeah. Well, no, not weird. Okay. Just your typical. I don't like spiders. Okay. Fear of drowning, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't like heights. I'm not a heights guy. I don't get on ladders. I don't do it. Whenever for when you do the comedy shows, uh, Adam would get on the ladders to hook up all the lights and stuff. And I mean, the clearing had this rickety old wooden ladder. And I told you how big he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I would just sit there thinking he's going to, it's going to, yeah, yeah, it's going to, he, he didn't care. He gets yeah. up there. It's only like a squirrel. Right. Squirrel. Squirrel. Adam, about? Explain <laughs> that to me. Uh, okay. Uh, little segue here. How did your comedy show go out here? Oh, it went great. It went yeah. great. Yeah. When's the next one? November 19th. So it's coming up here, and yeah. uh, I'm trying to do the math on when this is going to come out. Month and a half? About three weeks when this episode oh, okay. comes out. Yeah. So that'll, uh, 19th, uh, tickets 20 bucks, yeah. 25 at the door. Mm-hmm. FYI, grab them, grab them quick. Right. We, we sold out on that show very fast. How many tickets were there? How many people? 100. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. For a little town like Akron, that's amazing. It really is. Yeah, I can really support is. live comedy out here. That's amazing. And uh, they'll be, we'll put that on the Bullhucker too. So. Okay. And our show's coming up. Next week, uh, we're, we're doing these early, so I'm trying to do the weird math in my head right now. So just check out the bullhucker.com. You can see all that good stuff, and we'll put your shows up there, too, so that I'm thinking about it. So do you know who's coming yet? No, not yet. Okay. They'll cool. let me know probably about 30 days out. Okay, cool. So, yeah, please make sure if you're in Akron or if you're in Brush, want to see comedy, we're not doing anything in November, so come on out here, man. Support it. Uh, support it. Come see Joe and James. I'll bring her up. Well, they're by. entertainment in themselves when <laughs> yeah. they're bartending. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm into it. So, Okay. <laughs> 
All right. Well, what do you think about that? Do you have a clear cut one in mind yet? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I don't. I thought I did. I got to be honest. Uh, the woman versus fridge, I kind of question. But now that I heard that story, it's, I, I'm starting to see your personality. So that's why I need to see you too. You know that's what I mean? Right. So that's right. It's, it's tough to, I don't know. All right. We got one more. I'm with you. I this have, ought to be good, yeah. I, I, Anything with midgets. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I used to always joke about uh, midgets. And my sister Jill, for my birthday one day, bought me an inflatable one. Right? Okay. And we put it in the car. We got drinking. It was like 24, 25 years old. On the hood, laughing, or on the, in the dash. Someone stole my damn midget. What? Oh, man. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more to that story, but I'll tell you later. So, anyway, uh, one more story. Midgets are larger than life. Oh, boy. All right. So, uh... Connie will tell you, I, I have stories. Uh, I love stories, you know, and I, I always want to put myself into the position to have a story to, to pass on to people. I think that uh, through life, you should be able to have stories to pass your legacy to me. That's what our legacy is. Sure. And I have two daughters that I'm raising, so I like them to see different aspects of life live outside the box. Um, Jim Carrey has a movie. It's called Yes, Man. You know, just Great say movie. yes. Great movie. That's what I do. I say yes. If I think that there's a story that's going to come, and I'm not going to die, I'm going to say yes. So I was in Fort Collins, and I was wandering around, just kind of doing my thing. Everybody's a friend. The word stranger is just not in my vocabulary. And I was walking around, and, and, and a gentleman came walking past me. I stopped him to talk to him. We got to talking. And he, and he did tell me that he prefers the term midget, you know, and he says that most of us do. So we got to talking, just kind of bullshitting a little bit. Can I say that? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You can say what. All right. All right. All right. So <laughs> good. So we're bullshitting along, you know, and uh, the the conversation is going really well. We've been there for about an hour. We're talking on the sidewalk up in Fort Collins, and he says to me, he "says You're a really cool cat, man." He says, "I appreciate you." He says, uh, "He says, what are you doing tonight?" So it depends on where this conversation's going. He says, "You want to see me perform?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And he looks at me and he says, "You don't want to know what I'm doing?" No. No. He says, okay, well, that's my car over there. He says, follow me. I said, all right, cool. So I went and I grabbed my truck and I pulled up to his car, ironically, old school Mini Cooper, first gen, little awesome. tiny man, you know. Good for him. And he actually had a spin dial on the back of the car, you know, to look like you have to crank it. So he jumps in his car and we take off. And again, we're in North uh, Fort Collins. And we drive down to uh, Boulder. There's a, there's a uh, complex out there in Boulder. And we pull into this huge parking lot and there's no lights, there's no cars, there's nothing. And I stop, he stops, and he comes up to me, and he jumps on the sidestep, and he's holding onto the door, you know. He says, give me a minute. I'm not ready. I'll be right back. I said, all right, cool. So he goes inside this building, and he comes out, and he's talking to somebody behind him uh, where the doors are, and I don't know who he's talking to. And the next thing you know, about eight or nine more midgets come running out of this building. Excellent. They have two-by-fours. They have chairs. Uh, anything that you can think of as a weapon that a, a man can carry, mm-hmm. they've got. And they're coming up to my truck, and the first thing that goes to my head is, shit, I'm about to be slain out here, and I'm going to have baby footprints all over me. The cops are going to be like, this dude was serial crushed by, like, four-year-olds, you know? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, here we are. Is it Gulliver's Travels that I'm thinking of right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tie him down a little rope. So they came out, you know, and I'm like, what, what in the hell is happening right now? And he says, uh, he says I hope you're excited. I said, I, I don't know. I don't know right now. Yeah. And he says, we all are not ready yet, especially not ready for you. So come back in like an hour. And I'm like, not ready for me. What the hell does that mean? You know, whatever. Thinking about to see like a really weird like donkey show with midgets or something. I don't know what the hell's going on. So I take off and I go down to a bar that's down the street and I have some drinks, you know. And 
come back and I'm feeling really good. And as I'm pulling into the parking lot, they got these lights waving around in the parking lot like the bat signals, you know. Yeah. And there's this deafening roar coming from this building. So I stop, walk inside this building, and I go up to the ticket booth. And it's like a normal table ticket booth. And there's nobody there. So I'm sitting there waiting for somebody, and I finally hear this woman say, can I help you? Looking around, she says, down here, you idiot. And I look over the counter, and it's a midget behind the counter, but you can't see her because, you know, the counter's above her head. Right. And I said, hey, I'm here with this, uh, this guy who's wearing red flannel, red beard like me. And she says, oh, lumberjack. And I said, sure. She says, yeah, I heard about you. He's, he's actually waiting for you. Come with me. So she comes around. She opens the door, and I walk with her, and we're going through these, these back hallways. And the security guard comes out, and he's got a baton in his hand. You know, it's a little bit bigger than that. You know, he's sitting there <laughs> in his palm with yeah. it. You know, he says, are you going to be good tonight, young man? Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. So the security card takes over, and he's taking me through some more doors. And the sound is just getting louder and louder and louder. And so you start to hear some chanting. And next thing you know, the doors open up, and I look up, and it's a wrestling arena inside this, this hallway, or yes. inside this room. I said, what the hell? I'm like, boxing? Like, what, what's going on here, you know? Yeah. And the lady takes me up in the very front row. So there was two rows of chairs. And then after that, it was like church pews, right? right. Uh, the benches. And she sits me in this chair about from me to you is where the wrestling ring is. And she says, hang tight. Lumberjack will be out in a minute. I said, all right, cool. So we're sitting there, you know, and I'm just kind of bullshit with the people behind me. And the song comes on and the announcer comes on. And he's like from you know california you got lumberjack blah 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 blah. and the crowd's going nuts you know everybody's standing up everybody's clapping everybody's going haywire and then everybody starts to get quiet quieter quieter because nobody could see this guy right. you know because everybody's standing up and all of a sudden he's in the ring you know everybody's going crazy and then you had this other guy boombox he came out and he gets in the ring and it's midget wrestling extreme yeah. midget wrestling Hell EMT, yeah. right so i'm sitting there and i'm watching these guys they're wrestling they're having a good old time and Lumberjack picks up Boombox, picks him up in the air like this, and he's got his back towards me. The crowd's going nuts, and Lumberjack's bouncing around. He's excited, he's excited. And I scream as loud as I can, throw him at me. <laughs> what yes. <you> do? <laughs> this dude turns around, walks up to the ring, nods at me, and throws this dude over the ropes, right? I'm like, I got this dude. You know, he's like three foot five. I, right. I've got this guy. Right, right. And as he's coming closer to me, I realize the thighs on this man are like this. Of course. He may be only that tall. He probably weighs just as much as you do. Right. And this guy hits me, and he lands on my chest and in my lap, and we smash this chair that I'm sitting in. <laughs> I end up breaking two or three fingers in my hand, you know, wow. and I'm like, Woo, this is awesome, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he gets up, and they go at it, and then after everything was said and done, we ended up going backstage with all these dudes. We ended up partying with them uh, for about 12 hours. Nice. Um, we jumped in their tour bus, and we, we bounced around city to city here in Colorado and went to a couple bars with them after the weekend was over and Very nice. it, was, it was an interesting time interesting time that's yeah. awesome as in we was James with you James was not with me that oh, time wow. yeah yeah he uh I actually told him this story and uh, he says you're full of shit he says everything you've ever done he says this is out of character for you man he says you're full of shit right right and I, I found a way to prove it to him and he's like holy hell man this is this is unreal so we're waiting for them to come back to colorado so james and i can go so all i know now thinking about this is if this story is true because i have not heard this one that you're getting midgets out here to my bar and we're gonna have a little midget wrestling 
They do it in Sterling. Lumberjack, <laughs> I'm coming for you, buddy. They used to do it in Sterling all the time, the uh, corner bar down there. So, yeah, now I'm hoping. Was I'm the weirdest hoping. part of that story when you tried to ride one of them? <laughs> Earl wasn't there, buddy. <laughs> oh, I was thinking the whole time when he, he was saying he didn't know what to expect that they were getting you into something shady. Yeah, you know, no, that that, 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 that one, one definitely that, that one definitely threw me off. Yeah. I, uh, I I was in a I was in a weird spot in my life at that time, you know. So I was just yeah. uh, this was one I was willing to take a gamble on. I mean, I even thought that the whole situation was weird, especially when. You know, fifteen of them came out of a building with no other cars around. Right. Like, or that shit. they were going to get him to wrestle with them. Dude, they were, they were you gonna, know, mud wrestling with some midgets signed me up. You know, <laughs> they were going to what they call his uh, organs. They were going to end up in a bath of ice. You know, what I mean? they were gonna <laughs> harvest your organs. Right, yeah. my intestines will take care of about six of them. It's fine. <laughs> we were doing a comedy show in Pueblo. Uh, my friend owned the Senate Barn Grill. In the back, the stage is probably you know about waist high for me, not a little lower. And there was a uh, little person named Lonnie, uh, little Lonnie, the Hispanic midget out of Denver. When he was announced to go on stage, he comes running right down the middle of the aisle and then rolls, like barrel rolls onto the stage and then plants the landing. And that's how he started. And I, and I was looking around, everybody started clapping. I'm like, that was amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> if this show sucks from here on out, the entrance was worth the, yeah. worth the, yeah, worth the price of vision. So. Absolutely. All right. What do you think about that one, Connie? <laughs> I like that one. I really did. Yeah. So. Do you is the upstairs like a big like hall? Yeah. So you'd have room for a, oh, a yeah. wrestling ring up there. They I, do midget tossing too, Connie. Uh, well, that's a, the funny thing is if you look at my bar, um, that's behind Joe. The ceiling's right. You know, it's yeah. it's not real tall. So right. I get a lot of customers coming down here. They want midget bar dancing. Because well, so, <laughs> a normal normal person can't stand, but a midget could. So. Uh, I have some friends in Morgan that want to have the biggest little rodeo in the world and start like a thing in Fort Morgan. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's maybe it's a Northeastern Colorado thing. Yeah. We were just sick right. bastards out here. Who knows? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Acronites, Brushites. Brushites. Yeah. <laughs> Fort Morgians. I don't even know what the Fort Morgan, Fort Morganite. No, it's Fort Morgians. Fort Morgians. That's what I call them. Cause it sounds dumber. Anyway. All right. Well, Connie, so this is the point where we got to try and guess. Yes. Now, Joe, what we do to decide which one of us has to guess first is we rock, paper, scissors. Oh, I forgot all about that. That's right. So, Joe, how do you rock, paper, scissors? How do I rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. Well, if I told you that, then I'd probably lose. No, I mean, so... Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Four. Four pumper. That's <laughs> how uh, oh, I yeah. do it. How about you, my man? It's a three-pumper thing, man. You guys are in a cult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always go boom, boom, boom. That's how I do it. And on this boom, podcast, boom, boom, this boom. has been a thing. Three pumps. And then and you shoot. shoot. Yeah, yeah, that's a rock, four pumper. Paper, scissors, exposed. Right, yes. right. But three pumpers is right because it's in the Bible, right? Uh, like three pumpers will inherit the earth. It's somewhere towards the middle. Don't look it up. But anyway. <laughs> ready? ready? So are, uh-huh. we, do, are we doing, doing three or four? We're doing four. four right, because so that's rock, paper, months. scissors, shoot. shoot. All right, ready? Damn oh. it. All right. I was impressed with Megan's. When you and Matt. Went like six or seven you, in a row. Yes, and it was so in sync, too. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because the first 10 times we try to do it, like, I always make, that's the joke he says. Mm-hmm. Like, we can never make love because we, we have no rhythm together. We couldn't, we couldn't pull to rock, paper, scissors. You that's know? the only thing holding you back. That's the only thing holding back. <laughs> He's trying to ride me. You're going to question that? Hypocrite. All right. <laughs> so, I, I, I somewhat have one. I, man, no, you, first of all, Joe, you did a really good job. I appreciate it. Uh, you are a good storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think early ostrich. Uh, I don't know. 
I was really aiming towards woman versus fridge. Now that I've listened to all your stories, that seems, <laughs> insanely enough, that's the most mild one. Mm-hmm. So um, with most people, that would have been their, their boom. Uh, so I think woman versus fridge is a true story. Um, midgets are larger than life. I'm kind of pointing towards, but I'm going to say that's a true story. The only reason I'm going for Earl the ostrich is I don't think an ostrich is sitting back of a truck on the way to Denver. I don't think I think that'd be a, I think that some bitch would fall out. I don't know. It'd be a. I don't know. I don't know if a guy would give a four thousand dollar ostrich. That's why I would question that story. So, and it's part true. I, I don't doubt you trying to ride the damn thing. Yeah, that part I think checks out. You and uh, James <laughs> trying to ride some wild. That some bitch didn't try at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trying to ride a wild bird that has knives for feet. I don't know if that's the smartest idea, but I'm going to go with Earl the ostrich. Who do you think? Well, I at one point was going to agree with you. You know, I think that's a partial lie fabrication, but. I've heard so many of your stories. So many of your stories. Um, I think the woman with the versus the fridges is a true story. I think maybe I recollect you telling me something about that. Um, the Earl the ostrich, for as far out as it is, I also think that one is true. For as much as I want the midgets are larger than life to be true, I think that is your partial. What did he come up with? What was it, borrowed? Uh, yeah, partial, partial, yeah. Lie. partial lie. Partial okay. lie. I think that one is. So you're going, lie. which one? Um, midgets are larger than life. And I'm going early ostrich. Before you pull that over, uh, real quick, hit that subscribe button if you have a chance. Bottom right-hand corner of the screen, little red button. It's a little click for you, but a huge click for us. Connie, what's going on here during the week, on a normal week here at the bar, the Eddie's Bar? Oh, we got live music this Thursday. Robert well, Woodward. This this won't come out for a couple of weeks. Oh, so. dang it, yeah. But on average, um, you have a ladies' night? Yes, normally Thursday nights or ladies' night with some live music. And that um, is, what, what's the drink special for ladies? Uh, by for, uh, two for one. Two for one. Yeah. Okay, so it's Thursdays out here. And uh, Fridays usually have live entertainment. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays, it's, you know, I try to bring in the live bands if I can. Okay. Uh, we're planning on having a, a group called uh, Mud Country here real soon. Okay. Uh, they're out of Sterling, um, but uh, oh, and then yeah, Monday nights are uh, my pool nights, okay. and Wednesday nights are league. Uh, Monday nights are my league nights, pool nights, and uh, Wednesday nights are my uh, tournaments. Okay, so and if you want to check her out at the At Ease Bar, I did, I've done it right the whole time. Isn't yes. that crazy? I don't know why I, I kept messing <laughs> what up. What were you saying last time? The At Ease. The, 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 the At Ease. Because it is the At Bar. I don't know that that having the At at the beginning. I don't know why it messes me up on a because <laughs> my grammar is horrible. So it's not like I'm some scholar. Anyway, at the At Ease Bar, uh, you can find all their stuff on thebullhucker.com under the uh, scene on the Bullhucker or on the description underneath uh, the YouTube channel or whatever you're watching us on. Whatever platform you're checking this on, check out the description. We'll have a link to her stuff as well as ours. So, coming back to this, you're taking Midgets are Larger Than Life. I'm taking Earl the Ostrich. My man, Joe, let's flip that board over and see what's up. Earl the oh, Ostrich. Wow. Congratulations. Early Ostrich. Early Ostrich. What is not true about that story? Uh, what is not true about that story? The uh, simple fact I did not take him home. Okay. Um, so I actually did jump over the couple fences. I did my, make my way back to this ostrich. And uh, when I placed my arms around his neck, I said, Earl, I love you. It's fine. <laughs> and I started, like I said, making my way over. And as soon as my hip touched his hip, he screamed. I mean, louder than anything I've ever heard in my life. And he actually headbutted me and knocked me out of that field. 
and <laughs> really? he knocked me out that's when all the ostriches started going crazy and all the guys at the back fence said it literally looked like a tornado was on the property because there was so much dust they couldn't have found me if they came out there right and i finally came to and all i hear is just stomping of feet all around me and i i, I shit myself I, I did i did i shit myself <laughs> and uh so my brother was standing on the other side of the fence, and, he, and all he can, all he remembers afterwards, because he actually saw Earl headbutt me, mm-hmm. um, is he said, "Eventually, you got." And I don't remember any of this. He says, "You got up on your feet, and you were screaming, running the wrong way. It's not okay. It's not okay. Earl doesn't like me. I didn't. I don't remember a single bit of that. And I ended up actually running to the point to where they actually had to find me because I, I just, I just took off. I was, I was gone. Like Forrest Gump, you were yeah, just running. I was just, I, I'm leaving." I'm leaving but uh yeah so i didn't get to ride him unfortunately i didn't get to take him home and he did have his way with me so you you were saying that stories are how you are remembered in life yeah i guarantee your obituary killed by ostrich tornado is the only one like that <laughs> in history i guarantee yeah you know uh I mean, if you, if you wouldn't if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to come on your podcast again because I've Absolutely. got a million stories. Absolutely, um, it, was, it was actually a struggle to narrow this down. I, I've had a lot of people tell me yeah, that. There's yeah. a lot of people that have great stories, man. There's right. just people like you that are great storytellers. Yeah. That's just your your niche. Um, but uh, let's see, woman versus fridge. That is a true story. Then. That is that. Unfortunately, that is a very very true story. And we, um, we're sorry for you. For uh, yes, yes. I never got the chance to apologize to you. If you are out there, the uh, the Sears in uh, in Sterling, I, I I am sorry. I see, I was thinking Bedford for some reason. Yeah, I don't think it's there anymore. I think the Sears nope, goes it's down. It's still there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Still we were this there. Sears last is weekend. like a cockroach, okay. man. It doesn't matter how much you step they on. They move it. buildings. It's yes, in the yeah. old. Um, J.C. Penny. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Because it was right in front of it. Therefore, mm-hmm. okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, this uh, this poor lady. She was underneath that fridge. I mean, it seemed like a lifetime. And uh, <laughs> my brother and I both kind of got to that moment where we panicked, so we didn't pick it up right away. And then, you know, I was on a binge of no sleep for two days, trying to reset myself a little bit, right. and uh, seeing seeing hands literally going like this underneath the fridge i got the case of the giggles <laughs> right. you know and james was like dude you, you need to stop laughing you right. need to stop and then uh yeah no i, I straight up told that lady <laughs> see i, I almost at, thought this was a fabrication because yeah. when they said when he said they stood there and watched this little woman you know neither one of them like to stand around and watch right you know they want to help Right. And so I almost went with that one was yeah. fake because I can't see them letting them pull this lady pull this fridge up. It was, uh, well, we, we actually offered to bring the fridge out. And she said, you know, due to policy, she has to be the one to get it to your vehicle or to your trailer. That way, you know, if she drops it, it's on them. Right. You know, and, and liability issues. And when she told me the liability issues, you know, four minutes before she got smashed, it's like, oh, shit. But when you, you see know. something like that, it, it kind of shocks you. Yeah. Real quick story, when I worked at uh, the dryer, DFA, I was a receiver, a milk receiver, so I'd have to climb on top, take the sample, whatever. I was brand new, like maybe a week and a half in. I got him, Jerry Green, again, Jerry Green, the raccoon guy. What's up, Jerry, again? Hey, Jerry. Um, <laughs> he had just moved from nights to days, so he's not thinking straight, right? He's on a different sleep schedule. He gets in the truck, and they've all, it's middle of January, it's freezing outside, so they started to build the air pressure up, right? I'm on top, and I'm, I'm harnessed, and he gets in, and he starts and revs the engine, gets the air pressure up. I don't think anything of it. Well, Jerry puts it in gear and takes off with me on top of the, on top of the uh, tanker. 
So I try to get back on the, the, little, the little catwalk. I don't make it. I slide off the side, and I'm hanging there like a, a pinata, right? Oh, and I can tell you, the people that make the harnesses uh, did not have test testicles in mind when they were <laughs> no, when they were yeah those bit. things are not had, mm-hmm. if i don't have kids because of that reason i'd sue somebody but i bring up that story because as i'm dangling a guy named ed is in the truck behind him ready to pull in the bait just sitting there staring at me and i got a scream pull up pull up ed <laughs> he's just sitting there with his yep. mouth open you know because i'm sitting there dangling like just kicking in the wind right. you know so i think when something like that happens yeah. and you're just not prepared for it, you're like oh shit well, you know, my, my brother and I, we have, we have a lot of people that want to, that, that enjoy hanging out with us, even if we just go to Walmart, because I mean, it, yeah. it, it it's like we're, it's like we're shit magnets. I mean, that's what I'm going to call it, <laughs> you know, and uh, my, my girlfriend, she actually came up with an analogy of my brother and I, and basically we're two magnets with reverse polarity. So like yeah. we try to keep coming at each other, but yeah. we, it just pushes us away. And then you have debris of life passing between us right you yeah. know and we're like oh what's that oh what's that yeah um you know i, I have another story of uh of, of my biological father but i won't get into that but uh one of the nurses during the whole predicament of it she says to me she says honey this must be really really hard for you how do you how do you do this and i said it's not not that big of a deal and she says well how do you cope and i said woman i see a problem coming over the horizon and i say you need a hug yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, I got some scars that say it, but That's damn, awesome. it's it's been good. It's been good. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, this absolutely. one's been a lot of fun, man. Absolutely, I'm excited for this one to come out. Connie, thanks for being the gunner, man. Yeah, riding shotgun el jefe. Yeah, a little bit different on this side, but I enjoyed it. Thank did, you. Did you enjoy it over mm-hmm. here? Yeah, it's not as much uh, pressure staring at you, right? Yes and no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, thank you so much once again. Bullhucker.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Check out the Eddie's Bar. Connie, once again, thank you so much. Oh, I love having you here. Joe, we'll see you again. Absolutely. All right, peace out. See you guys. See ya.